genre. Hi everyone, welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are talking about the 1991 live-action Turtles sequel, The Secret of the Ooze, one remarkable but dangerous minute at a time. I am your host, Scott Tofty. With me again on this terrific Turtle Tuesday is our totally tubular, uh, I don't have more tea things. Here's Adam. Hi, Adam. Hey. (laughs) And Chris. Mutagenic properties. And Rachel. Hi. And our fifth turtle, Kevin. Hi, guys. This this is the minute. This is the secret of the ooze. This is where we get it? Yes. This is the one. I'm so excited. Um, Oops. So the minute starts with uh, Professor Perry talking to Donatello, and the minute ends with, uh, you know, Professor Perry talking to more turtles. Uh, mostly Raphael being a wise ass but exposition yeah we cover a lot of ground here <laughs> yes so this minute is really interesting mainly because as kevin says this is where we get the story of the ooze i want to rewind this a little bit i want to take us back to the first movie when first off the ooze was purple and glowy mm. and we are given the origin story of you know splinter's point of view ooze falls down sewer covers turtles they grow up they eat pizza. They dance to some cool bongo grooves from John Dupre. Everything is copacetic. <laughs> um, and then now we get the this little bit of backstory. And for years we have you know wanted oh maybe it's alien ooze or maybe the shredder invented. We get all kind of different spins on where the ooze come from. This is sort of the only iteration that I can think of right now where the ooze is explained as just a compiled mess of toxic waste, completely accidental. It's just garbage. There is no intent behind it from anyone. What do we think of that? I've mentioned this a couple times before already on this season. There are a lot of environmentalist undertones in this movie. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of like mention of recycling and taking care of the environment and stuff like that. It's kind of this. We're in the Captain Planet years here. Yeah, it's <laughs> a product like, of its time. Yeah, it should have been aliens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally should have been aliens. But they were, you know, they were trying to. You know, plenty of people remembered burning rivers. Mm. Yeah. Well, let's put ourselves in Donatello's shoes. Are any of you disappointed? that there isn't more to it? Are we wishing that the the ooze itself was a bigger part of the story? Because I'm, I'm not going to lie. This is really the first time sitting down watching this film now that I've actually made the conscious realization that the ooze was created by accident. I think I've always sort of missed that upon watching this. And oh. I find myself a little I mean, disappointed. Since this was 15 years ago, I, I'm just disappointed that at no point do they go out to like you know the uh, New York School of Law and find a, a, a young attor- blind attorney that's training. <laughs> uh, that's, that's what I'm disappointed in. <laughs> well, th- he does say something interesting. Uh, he says that a near collision caused one of the canisters to fall down a sewer drain. So th- this might be the most direct... Uh, pull from the first issue of the comic book that is featured in this film. Yep. 
Yeah, the almost Matt Burdock situation. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, technically, this could still exist in the Daredevil universe, I guess. <laughs> right? I guess. <laughs> um, but does anyone else have feelings on on the ooze origin? No, Adam, I, Rachel? I think in a different movie this would have maybe landed but right now where the story's going you're more interested in how they're going to go go back to Tokar and Razar and and you know resolve that plot thread and it, it's just I feel like the writer thought they were going to get another pass at some point and they were told nope it's, it's going out this way I mean I kind of brought it up in the last minute like yeah it was an accident but we got something great out of it like I, I bring up the penicillin <laughs> analogy again like that was just mold, and it saved people's lives. This is really just a movie for you and I, Rachel. It's it's an oops baby tale. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I was just about to say, like, I mean, this is already more interesting than my origin story. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, do yeah. tell. Adam, listen, I've heard your origin story <laughs> up to present age, and uh, it's pretty damn interesting. <laughs> Uh, I mean, like I, shooting TVs. Well, maybe if Donatello had an example more than I just expected more. So yeah. Like, yeah. What do you mean by more? Like, like was he expecting like they were part of some long running experiment? There's only the four of plot. you in the world, guy. There's yeah. four of you total. Well, six now if you count Toka and Razor. Yeah. Well, seven if don't, you count don't Splinter. Count them. <laughs> I also like that that. Up until now, everyone who's met the Turtles has needed some sort of origin story. Now, we did establish that, like, they kind of elapsed some time behind our backs where he may have gotten that. But he's actually giving them their origin story. Like, he's telling them what happened. I enjoy that flip. Yeah. I see what's happening here. Do you think it's possible that the director or producers, whoever was in charge of this movie, looked at the script and was like, now listen, the first movie had that whole, like, how do we deal with death angle? We need something massive in this one. And they were like, we got nothing. How about where did my parents come from? Let's do that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, again, it's just very slapdash. it's, It's very last minute. It doesn't feel natural. You know that thing we explained in the first movie? Let's hint that there might be more to it and then say, nah, there's there's nothing more. Well, and this is the (laughs) infuriating part, is the movie is called The Secret of the Ooze. Yeah. This is a huge letdown. (laughs) Yeah, I I actually wrote this in my notes. Like, this scene's kind of unnecessary. Like... They're they're really kind of telling us what we all already know. Like I feel like even eight year olds sitting in a movie theater watching this already know all this. Yeah. The 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 title Secret of the Ooze conjures up this idea of like a conspiracy or mm. you know Well, there was a conspiracy. The there, conspiracy yeah, there was. to get rid of it. Yeah, but like the conspiracy to make these mutants secretly in the sewer and mm. then I don't know. And it's not it's, even it's, it's not an interesting conspiracy. Right. It's a boring conspiracy. Yeah. Like, oops. <laughs> it's, it's the it's the sort of conspiracy we're well aware of. Yeah, whoops, don't tell anyone about this. <laughs> the boring secret of the ooze. What, what, are the, like, what, are the, what are the what do they call those like sites, the super fun sites where you could where they like dump everything? Yeah. Like awful and like when there's a flood everybody's going to die. Yeah. It's like that oh that uh dumping ground out in Nevada where they put all the nuclear waste. It's like those canisters are leaking. Isn't that how Staten Island was created? <laughs> 
I'll vouch for it. <laughs> yeah, those those canisters are leaking, and the government's just like do do do. No one look over here. <laughs> no, but it's, it's not. It's not even a last time on the turtles. It's a this time on Ninja <laughs> Turtles. <laughs> I would have subtitled the movie Playtime for Razar. <laughs> We're just their That's babies. Cute. They're babies. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just this moment makes me realize that the title of the movie is inappropriate and it should have just been called something else. Yeah. Something else. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> trying to come up with like, something else. What it ought to be called and The Shredder's I'm, Revenge. Yeah, maybe. The Shredder strikes back. I mean, it's not going to be a surprise. That would have been way more appropriate. <laughs> the Shredder strikes back. Yeah, but like, I feel like it takes away the surprise of the Shredder like no, popping not a out. Surprise, man. Okay, I I need. We need. Oh, we didn't do it at all. We needed to watch like the trailers. But I'm I'm willing to bet the Shredders in the trailers. Hmm. This is not something they could keep secret. <laughs> there's like, there's got to be some sort of Foot Clan pun that you could use for an alternate <laughs> title, right? Return of defeat. The pitter-patter of little foot. (laughs) (laughs) TMNT2. Casey isn't in this one. (laughs) TMNT2. It's a different April. (laughs) (laughs) That hurts. TMNT2. Vanilla Ice is in it, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm, looking forward to those minutes. I'm drawing a blank. Like, I can't even come up with a good joke for this. Like... Probably the same problem they had in the writer's room. Yeah, it was like, uh, tentatively, we'll call it Secret of the Use until we come up with something better. And then it's like, oh, well, guess it sticks. It's like that Simpsons joke. The guy walks out, and they're all just like, so we're all okay with Secret of the Use? Yeah. <laughs> I had my heart set on Footloose. <laughs> Too bad there's already a movie with that name. Oh, that would have been good. Footloose. Um, I feel like they titled this movie way before they wrote the script. Yeah. <laughs> like they had this title in their back pocket while the first movie was still in theaters. Or the abstract of this movie was that they find out the origin of the ooze, but then they got to writing it and they're like, This is nope. only like this is only like a page, guys. Oh man. Yeah. This is a particularly dump on kind of minute right here, isn't it? <laughs> well, I'm I'm about to say some things about Leonardo. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, no. hang on. Let's 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 get through. He talks to Donnie. He talks science. I do enjoy that Perry and Donatello get to have this like Star Trek conversation to each other with the chemicals and the science and the big words. And there's this awesome shot of Mikey, Splinter, and Raph on a couch as they attempt to follow along, and it looks like none of them understand a word that is being said at five <laughs> seconds in. And I just love it it is my favorite shot of this minute and it's gonna be the new background on my computer splinter's at least being polite <laughs> yeah he's like i j- yes mm-hmm. but Raph I, looks like he's about to cry <laughs> or fall asleep i like this little speech that perry does because it's like they they just wrote a very brief synopsis of the last movie and then thesaurus every word of that entire thing <laughs> <laughs> Um, and Donatello's pose of like finger on mouth. 
they have to throw a joke in there where Mikey's like, I don't understand. And Raph sums it up because Mike is an idiot. It's like Raph is the one talking to the four-year-olds in the audience in this movie. Mm. I feel like maybe that's why the turtles have to talk all the time because the writers are like, look, we have to explain everything for the littlest babies that come to see this. <laughs> like the because first movie, they're babies. They're babies. Babies. They're babies. But, like, again, it comes to not giving your audience credit, and that's why this movie doesn't work. The first movie, you know, doesn't spoon-feed you everything. It lets the audience, you know, follow the narrative, whereas this one hammers you over the head with the narrative, and each hammer is a different primary color. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, blah, 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 Perry and Donnie talk. Donnie walks off to go sulk, and now Leonardo, Adam. (sighs) All right, this ha- this has a lot to do with the face sculpt and a little bit to do with the acting. The way, what is the line he says here? Hang on, he says, he's like, "What's Perry. happening at TGRI?" Like he's like wiggling his head <laughs> the whole time. He's like a like I every time I've watched this so far, I've turned to Rachel and gone, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and I say, "Mr. Owl, <laughs> <laughs> Professor Perry, how many licks does it take?" <laughs> He's doing this weird thing. The I can't remember who's in the Leonardo suit for the life of me right now. It'll come to me. But he's doing this weird thing where he's like moving his head forward and backward, but yeah. like pivoting at the neck. And, and I he, just that that body language doesn't match the words coming out of his mouth. I'm sorry, he's Rachel, got, go ahead. Sorry, no, no. He's got like angry eyebrows too. Yeah, he's giving yeah. him a talking to. He's, he's being accusatory. such you, a cyclops. You right know, now. I'm <laughs> wondering. Hang on, I might have an answer for this. This is a weird angle to shoot Leonardo from. Perry's sitting down, and we're shooting up from underneath Leo, and we're shooting at an angle where this is normally where you would see out the eye holes. Like you'd get a clear shot right underneath Leonardo's left eye into the ma- like that's where the actors see out of is underneath the bandana, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks as if they like tacked the foam latex closed right there and it sort of puffs his face in a weird way mm. I don't know that the actor can see anything in this shot because I think they're try- it looks to me in my professional opinion as if they're trying to hide stuff from the camera that makes sense mm. that's fair I mean yeah. it's plausible putting mm-hmm. one over on us <laughs> they're hi- magic. I keep yeah. saying it. They're they're hiding their crimes. Like the, there's a lot of. I, I I feel like we didn't really see a whole lot of that in the first one. Although a lot of the crimes were right out in the open. In yeah, the like that. Yeah. Like that like dude that crouching. Yeah, like the guy. Three mouthed monster. Yeah, the the in a neon orange hat, no less. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Might as well be wearing an arrow. April's one night stand. <laughs> just crouch down don't let anyone see the crouch when of shame gonna leave? <laughs> that exact thing happened in one of my student films I don't know if I mentioned this last season hmm. but there's a, a shot where my PA is just standing in the background Oh, but it was like it was soft focus so like I don't think my professor noticed which I was really surprised about but I was showing it to some friends and they were like who's that <laughs> <laughs> like, who's that guy I enjoy this moment where Perry answers Leo because he just comes out and very calmly, very nonchalantly admits to destroying evidence. Yeah. 
(laughs) in the most professorial way that you could possibly imagine. (laughs) This is me leaving space for you guys to talk now. (laughs) So we committed a crime. Yeah. Uh Oopsie doopsie. What are you going to do about it, turtles? Tra-la-la. Meanwhile, in the background, Donatello is still sulking. And then we get more shots, Adam, of Leonardo. Yeah, just being a total just... Cyclops? Yeah. Yeah. There's no other word for what he is right now. (laughs) I want to see the after effects of this movie. Like, what if the government finds out that, you know, toxic waste was just lost and buried somewhere? Like, that's a huge fine, right? (laughs) I I would think so. (laughs) That's, That's some jail time. Luckily, there's no implications because we're just going to go back in time the next movie. Yeah. Yeah, right. But maybe they'll just get four teenagers from all over the world with some magic rings and their weird mystical <laughs> earth friend. No, it was, it was five teenagers, wasn't it? And their weird blue friend. Yeah, five teenagers. <laughs> was it five? Uh, yeah. It's five, yeah. Yeah, the fifth one was Hart. Oh, yeah. yeah. Poor kid. Aw. Uh, Mati. Mati was his name, I think. Um. Anytime you see a profile shot of the turtles in this film, it occurs to me they have very large chins. Like, not jaw lines, but like actual under their jowl chin. Like, at 53 seconds, there's a shot of Raphael in profile, and he's just got this massive goiter under his neck. Mm, yeah. And their heads are very melon shaped. They're they very are. melon shaped. I don't know, man. It's the. I think they were trying to streamline for this movie and make everything a little smaller, and it just seems like the chin must hold some sort of electronics that they couldn't really hide. <laughs> the suits need a bowling ball in them for some reason. Where can we yes. put it? <laughs> right in the chin. <laughs> Perry tells the turtles that Shredder is obsessed with the idea of killing them all. Do and we ever really get why? Um... You should be angrier we, at Casey. So in the first, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> in the first movie, Shredder's angry at Splinter, and sort but of messes for, like, with the turtles, just messing with be- his face. No, but he doesn't. He kind he, of. Did he? Didn't he not know that that was Splinter until like towards the end? Right. Yeah. He's so, angry that they know how to fight like this. Yeah, mm. he, he was very upset about them uh, interrupting his PG crime. Right. Yes. Um, back when he could walk, <laughs> using his own style against him. Yeah, my style. My style. <laughs> um, he doesn't have it, those those big drums anymore to enter a room with. That's the problem. He doesn't. Yeah, he can't move without them. He's like the Energizer Bunny. Um, I mean, that basically brings us to the end of this minute. This It's a lot of talking. It's a lot of back and forth. David Warner is, again, fully committed to this role, and, and props where props are due. He delivers every line in the most believable British science voice I could possibly imagine. <laughs> he kills it. Yeah. If this were Bill Nye, I wouldn't believe it. <laughs> oh my God, if this I were Neil deGrasse Tyson, I wouldn't buy it as much as I do with David Warner. Oh my God! You just made me realize how much I want Neil deGrasse Tyson as Baxter Stockman. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that'd be great. What if you just made me Baxter realize Stockman. that? Like, what if we find out years from now that he's actually evil? Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
Uh, and he's whoa. just he's just been planning world domination this whole time. This and this look, took a tangent. I firmly believe Sorry. that Neil deGrasse Tyson, if he were to play himself in a Ninja Turtles movie as a villain, I would totally buy it. Because it could be this whole, like, I've been warning everyone for years, for years, I've been trying to save this planet. I've been, and then that, look, now mutant freaks. Ah, I'm a bad guy now. I'm so angry that nobody listened to me. <laughs> will, it's will a Donatello, perfect character arc. Will Donatello be happier if global warming was behind his mutation? Is that enough? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the turtles will be fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, not with all that plastic in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd like, I'd right. like to make a comparison here but from... Um, uh, what's the actor's name? The, the this guy, uh, David Warner. David, David Warner. Warner. Sorry, he's giving a performance that reminds me of um, Alfred Molina in Spider Man Two. <laughs> Spider Man yeah. Two is kind of meh, but Alfred Molina is so good. Uh, I, I, I mean, would agree. I, I would think, agree that Alfred Molina is outstanding. Alfred Molina is so good. Sure. He, he's like one of the fingers. best parts of that movie he's the standout ingredient of everything he's in yeah like boogie nights is such a great example of like just <laughs> like like raiders this movie. of the lost ark yeah, yeah. i mean come yeah on. yeah but it's like this movie was great and then pow alfred Molina. yeah but it's another example of someone just delivering their best possible performance around a lot of weird stuff you know way yeah. to keep it pg yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, I think we'll wrap up this minute unless anyone's got anything else. Gang? Good? I hope the pizza rolls are ready soon. This sleepover is getting hungry. <laughs> <laughs> this is the longest sleepover I've ever been on, you guys. This has been like months now. Okay, out of all the turtles, which one calls mom to pick him up early from the sleepover? Raph? No, Leo. <laughs> Leo, Leo, he's got to work on me again, Mom. Raph, Raph's like secretly sensitive, though. That's <laughs> he has true. A book of poetry. I, yeah. Mikey broke one of Leo's toys. Mm. It was like a new toy that he couldn't wait to show everybody, and he just like wants to go home. Yeah, Raph is kind of secretly sensitive, though, with pepperoni. <laughs> yes, his, his little dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not the pizza topping. <laughs> ah, character depth. How I've yeah. missed you. Anyway, make sure you guys catch Kevin over on, uh, what's the name of that podcast again, Kevin? Page Turners, a comic book podcast. You can find us on Twitter, at Page Turners Pod. My Instagram is MST3Kevin, and we have a Facebook group, Page Turners, a comic book group. Go check that out. Go back and listen to the Turtles episodes that Adam was on, and you can catch us at TMNT Minute on Instagram, on Twitter. You can catch us over on Facebook at the TMNT Minute Listener Group. And uh, Chris would like to tell you about our Amazon affiliate link. Well, I tell you what. Every week, it seems, I have to go onto Amazon and buy something. I mean, something, anything. What did I buy the other day? Oh, yeah, I bought a whole bunch of leatherworking tools to replace all my leatherworking tools. Um, and, uh, well, I mean, other than the ones that I was able to salvage, but if you go to duelinggenre.com slash Amazon, you're able to go in there and like, you're not going to notice any difference apart from having to go through duelinggenre.com slash Amazon to get to Amazon. But everything there is, you know, it's Amazon, all the same prices, everything's the same low price, all the same material is all there. It's just that when you go to duelinggenre.com slash Amazon and order whatever it is you were going to order anyway, like 1% of whatever it is you buy comes back to us and we really appreciate it. So. You know, that's just like a tiny little step you can take to help support your favorite podcast. 
You can also skip all of that and just give us money directly to Patreon. <laughs> yeah. If you go to duelinggenre.com slash support, you can absolutely do that, and you get some bonus stuff. Um, the last thing I want to say, and I hate doing this in general, but I feel pretty good about it. We are we are in the midst of booking a pretty awesome interview for you guys, so keep checking back to see when that's going to happen. I don't want to spill the beans yet, but I was contacted by a, a person and, uh, it, you know, it, it could be a good one. It could be a lot of fun. So to tune in, figure out when that's going to happen. Tell your friends. Have their friends. Tell their friends. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow, a minute 58 of Secret of the Ooze. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Cowabunga.